0: What is going on guys welcome back to another episode of the cool dad collective podcast the podcast that is for dads by a dad talking everything there is to do with fatherhood and my experiences with fatherhood and i guess everything in between all the ups the downs the tough times the good times everything that you are either going through or you know you you're you getting ready for you're preparing for maybe you're i'm foreshadowing your life here who knows but Anyway, we're back and happy new year. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Um, I missed a lot. I haven't been recording for a while just purely because, you know, holidays, holiday time, you know, hanging out with the kiddies, hanging out with the fam, uh, doing that sort of stuff, making memes, just living, living the dad dream, really. Um, but yeah, you know, Merry Christmas to your family from mine, uh, happy new year from my little family to yours. And let's hope that 2024 is a big year for, uh, for all of us really, you know, big, big family year. Maybe you're expecting a child this year. Maybe you're, you know... Maybe you just you're you're in the trenches, and you feel like this year, this year's gonna be the year that the trenches slowly, you slowly start to emerge from those trenches. I mean, I'm feeling it at the moment. I'm thinking to myself now, you know, this time in a year, I'm gonna have an almost four-year-old and an almost two-year-old, which is uh, kind of wild when you think about it. You know, when you're thinking about how quickly it goes. I mean, it it is. It's it's a long time, you know, that newborn phase, baby stage is a, is an, is a long time. And then you sort of put it into perspective of, you know, wasn't that it, things always quicker when you look back on them. Right. So, and when you put them into like, you know, this time next year, or like you have, you give yourself like landmarks. I don't know how else to explain it, but it's going to be pretty wild. Um, and you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with, we're dealing with a fair bit at the moment with Skylar going into the, from the terrible twos into three major And then, you know, with summer, she's just, she's almost walking, which is insane. She's probably got another month or so where she's not going to be walking. Uh, but she's definitely very mobile, which is, uh, increasingly difficult, uh, to keep two, you know, under control, but uh, we're learning, that's it, we're, we're just learning, constantly learning, that is the journey, that is fatherhood, is we're constantly learning, which is crazy. So, a little bit of uh, a, you know, I am guess I'm, I'm going to call it a little bit of a, um, a recap podcast, because it's been a while, it's been a while since I've done one myself, I obviously did, I guess, last two podcasts have been guest podcasts, which is so much fun and I'm I'm really excited uh for this year to sort of kick into some good guest podcasts. Uh we've had some mad growth over on the socials uh which means, you know, I don't know, maybe more people will find it and the caliber of guests well actually, you know, that's not very fair say that. Everyone's everyone's a great guest. You know, we will say the scope of dads that I can sort of reach out to is just going to increase. Um so yeah, you know, we're very excited, but uh, let's let's wind it back. Let's wind it back to to pre-Christmas, and uh, you know everything that had that that was to do with Christmas. It was probably the first year this year um, that we really got into the whole Christmas thing. By Christmas thing, I mean you know Santa and and writing Christmas letters and doing Christmas craft and and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like a really Christmassy person. Like I love Christmas. You know, my family was really big. With Christmas. They loved Christmas. And I think one thing you don't realize, you know, before you have kids is, and you, you should realize it because it's very obvious, but one thing you realize is that every family has their sort of own traditions with Christmas or any sort of thing, birthdays, Christmas, or any sort of big sort of milestone thing like that. Each family has their kind of own traditions and stuff like that. And when you're, you and your partner have kids, you kind of have to like reflect on like, okay, what what did my family do? And then what did your family do? And then you kind of like meet in the middle because, you know, for me, it was always like, um, you know, Santa leaves the gifts unwrapped in like a Christmas stocking bag, right? And they're, they're the presents that came from Santa. And then in my family, majority of the presents – came from santa and then you got like one or two from like mom and dad or my brother or whatever whereas like on kia's side of the family majority of the presents came from family members and then some came from santa wrapped and they were put under the tree and you know for us we had to sort of find that because both equally like no one's right or wrong at christmas but it's like finding that like in between of like okay a little bit of my family a little bit of your family and we'll see how it goes so we ended up um yeah, it, it was great. You know, Santa ended up building uh, the princess castle tent that we bought and we put all the, sorry, he put all the Santa gifts inside the, the tent thing and then we had our Christmas tree and under the Christmas tree we had like all our family gifts. And I don't know, it was just really exciting. It was, um, it was, it's super exciting. Christmas is so exciting when you have kids. Like no one ever tells you that. I mean, maybe some people do, but Christmas is just – it's fucking awesome, honestly. Like, it's so good, you know. Like, Skylar was just so hyped the whole time, and he sort of just, like, caught, like, a vibe of her because she was so hyped. And, like, even, you know, pre-Christmas, putting the cookies out and putting, like – excuse me, there's a car going past – and then putting like the carrots out for the reindeers and all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, it just, I don't know, like sort of reinvigorates you a little bit. Like it makes you feel young again. It makes you feel like you're not that old and seeing how excited she was on Christmas day, you know, coming down the stairs and seeing all this stuff. And you can kind of like empathize with the way they think, you know, when you're a kid, it used to just blow your mind that you would walk into like your lounge room or your bedroom or wherever you, you know, Santa put the gifts and you'd just be like, holy shit, that wasn't there yesterday. How did these presents get here? And, you know, seeing her face go through that, I actually filmed it and, you know, it's not something I'd put on social media because there's parts of my life that I don't mind being on social media and there's parts of my life that are like, that's still my family. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things where I was like, I'd love to put this on social media, but this is sort of my personal, these are my videos. And anyway, watching her come down the stairs and just to her brain just like exploding because she just realized this is like the best day ever. Um, it was, it was sick. It was so cool. So, you know, Christmas with kids. And it's one thing, if you're expecting, no one ever tells you how, yeah, it's stressful. Yeah, you know, it's tough trying to do everything with the kids. But that, for that like hour, when the kids wake up on Christmas Day and they're going through their gifts and you just sit there like this is – yeah, it's it's a huge dad or parental win moment is is Christmas. So it was great. Spent a lot of time with family. Uh, we weren't here for Christmas last year. We were uh, in Japan. So we had Christmas in Japan, which was good and bad. We obviously only had Skylar, not Summer. My brother was in Japan, which was sick. But my parents sort of missed that whole like, you know – Christmas with the grandkids or grandkid, but this year they got the whole experience. You know, the girls, both their family. It was really good, so it was great to sort of have like a, you know, an old school Christmas with family and things like that. So, and those are those are the moments that you like. They're they're stressful. Fucking hell, they're stressful. Getting the kids there, but once they're there, it's uh it's really good. So. Yeah, really enjoyed Christmas, really enjoyed the time with the family and yeah, so, you know, it's been good, it's been good but obviously when there is good, it is always and this is a golden rule with children, when there is good, it is always coupled with bad and bad has been that post-Christmas or even pre-Christmas, I don't know what's up with Skylar, She's obviously going through some sort of developmental thing, um, but she's been very difficult, increasingly difficult. Um, tantrums all the time. Just, where Kira and I are both were really struggling with. You know, she's not. She's not going crazy. We're not really worried. It's just going through something, and it's tough to deal with because, I guess, we both have different sort of styles of of parenting. And they're, not, they're both not bad. Like, they're not bad. Like, it's not like we, we, we still try to gentle parent as much as we can. But I think Kia has a little bit more of like a, I don't know, a little bit more of like a, I call it a power bar, you know, how much gentle parenting she can sort of do. Mine is way, way shorter than hers. And, you know, like it's, it's tough because she wants me to parent the way she parents and I want her to parent a little bit more like me. And like, you know, I'm more sort of firm with them and Kier's more sort of emotionally understanding. And I finding it really difficult to sort of deal with Skylar's big emotions um, because my method is, you know, okay, that's enough. We don't do this anymore. Whereas Kier's like, Why are we doing this? What is the motivation behind your behavior? Really trying to like dig into like why Skylar does things, which is awesome, but I just really struggle with it. And there's sort of like non-negotiables too. Like if, if she's at a point where she could hurt herself, I will literally grab her and pull her away. Whereas Keir sort of talks her down. But in my brain, it's just like, no, dangerous, get away. You know what I mean? So it's... It's tough to navigate trying to be on the same page, but you always have to be on the same page. I don't, I don't know. Like it's a thing. I guess kids are way smarter than we give them credit for, you know, like from a, from a very young age, kids are well aware of like the dynamics of a family. And I've learned this over time is that, there's a there's a reason why kids will go, I'm going to go to mum first. If mum says no, I'll go to dad. They know. They like know who's more likely to cave and whatever. And I think as, as parents, if kids can see that you're not on the same page or you're not on the same team, they will play into that so much. For example, like if I have a bit of a go at Skylar and, you know, sort of Kira and I aren't really feeling on the same page and – she, like, might back Skylar up and say, don't talk to her like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, Sky realizes that, like, oh, mum's on my team. And, and like, that. that's, like, a really basic example. And it just, it, it really, parenting is really fucking hard, hey? Like, it, it honestly is. Like, it, trying to, like, navigate this whole, especially now, like, where behaviour is becoming a thing... And trying to do it in a way that's effective is... I don't even think there is a like a, a real foolproof way of parenting. Like the every kid is different, obviously. And every parent is different. And then like, you know, you see all these things on TikTok and, and fucking Instagram and stuff. And they're like, you need to do this. You need to do that. And you're just like they make it seem so like black and white and it's so not, it's just so much stuff that you have to take into consideration when you are parenting, especially when you get to that point of like a two and three and like, you know, I'm learning it for the first time and I'm learning what Skylar sort of reacts to. And I'm learning what kids methods of doing things are. And she's learning what mine are. And we're all kind of just learning together. I saw a really interesting post, right? Uh, The other day, it's like your, your first child, you don't really parent. You sort of just grow up with them as they grow up. And then you parent your second child because you can't really, you got nothing to base it on. When you've just got one kid, you're sort of just going to see what works. And as they're growing, you're also growing as a person or a parent. And then you get to your second child and you've been through it already. So you start to be like, okay, I know what I'm dealing with now. So, we're kind of in that with Skye at the moment and you yeah, know, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. She's a very emotional little girl. Um, she's fantastic though. She's hilarious but there's just times where the crying is a lot and I'm really trying my best to keep my cool but there's times where I do struggle and, you know, I guess it's important just to give yourself a little bit of slack and be like, hey, you're not going to be perfect forever. You're not going to be perfect all the time. And just like her emotions are pretty whacked out, your emotions are whacked out too. So, and at the end of the day, she's two and a half and I'm 28. So, in the war of words, I should realistically be the one that's a little bit more mature. So, yeah. And this all sort of came about because we did go, we went on a bit of a family holiday and I don't know, we're being in like a new place and obviously out of routine, out of structure. Kira and I were out of structure and routine. We love holidays, but I do like day-to-day life being very like, you know, routined. Um, and we just had some times where we were just like all a little bit, you know, highly strung. Her, Kia, myself, and then poor Summer who was teething. Um, but, you know, once again, during that time where it was increasingly difficult, I actually think about, I think we had way more positive experiences than negative experiences, um, which, you know, is great. It's always good. So I know I'm rambling here, but I'm just sort of like unraveling it as I speak about it. Because this is the first time I've sort of sat down alone in the house and actually thought about, um, you know, Skylar and and how I'm dealing with different things and all that sort of stuff but you know it's important it's important to talk about these things and yes I know the way I'm talking to it right about now is talking to a microphone in front of a camera but I don't know I'm hoping that this sort of stuff you know it's you know if you're going through the same thing as me right now and you've got a kid who's defiant and just you know not just going through some shit just Realize like, no, you're not alone. Okay. You're not, your kid's not whacked out. Every kid goes through this. Um, and you know, it'll, it'll get better. Like Skylar's already getting better. We've got her back into routine. She's at kindy now. We're realizing now how much she thrives on routine and we're getting our like, you know, polite little girl back, which is, um, which is really good. So yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's been a really good holiday, but I am fucking excited to get back into routine, to get back. We're, we've started a new bedtime routine, love the new bedtime routine, really needed to change up the old bedtime routine. we got the girls in the same room. Here's our theory. And the theory is actually working surprisingly, because I, I was not a fan of this theory, okay? But we decided very early on that we're going to put the girls in the same room. Now, my first question was, Summer is still under one, which means she's waking up fairly frequently. Now, the thought process behind this is if Summer is consistently waking up and Skylar remains asleep, Sky is going to get used to the fact that she has a baby in her room and she's going to sleep through it. Now, for the first few days, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why would anyone do this? This is the dumbest idea ever now I will retract that statement because it actually is fucking working so we put Skylar to bed in her room well it's their girl's room and then now we've got Summer's cot in there as well so we put them both to bed at the same time same with Kira and I both in the room and we put Summer to sleep in the cot so she tries to sort of self-settle Skylar sort of tries to self-settle as well while we sort of just pot around make sure they're okay Sky goes to sleep. Summer wakes up like every hour and a half or so before like, you know, 12 when she gets into like a really deep sleep. And I'm not lying. Skylar sleeps through just like ear-piercing screams now. It doesn't make any sense, but she must just be used to it. And it was a huge, huge dad win because this is the first time, and I shit you not, this is the first time in about two and a half years that Kira and I actually go to bed in a room with no kids in it. And it is amazing. It, it, like, you don't realize you miss something until you actually get it back. And you're like, holy shit, we have not done this in so long. This is the great, greatest thing ever. And yes, you know, it was a little bit harder. It was more work to get uh, the girls to sleep in the first few sort of days and weeks. But holy shit it is a game changer. And it just makes me, it's like, you know, it's hard work at first, but when it works, it makes your life 10 times better. Getting a good bedtime routine is just, I think it's, it's so, I don't even think it's underrated, but I think it's, it's like, it's so, it's something that we really didn't do. And I think we kind of regret not having a proper bedtime routine. It was always just like, you know, get the kids, bath, feed to sleep. Now we're kind of like, okay, we don't want to feed to sleep anymore. How are we going to do this so that the kids fall asleep on their own? And um, yeah, you know, it's it's kicking on. We're doing okay. So yeah, very happy. Anyway, look, we're going to we'll probably have a short episode this week just because I, I've, I've I didn't really plan this one I sort of just had a little bit of spare time um, where I could sit down and actually unravel things and I just wanted to sit in front of the microphone and see what happened and you know just get an episode out there to know that I haven't forgotten you you know dads I'm still here we're still going through it together the podcast is getting bigger and better um, I'm always I'm very excited for this year I'm excited for what this year has to come uh, we're almost at 11k on uh, Instagram. We're at thirty k on TikTok. The community is getting bigger. We're getting emails in, so I appreciate all the love that's being shown towards this and all the positive messages. I can't even, you know, I can't even tell you how many times that I have second guessed myself whether I should still be doing this, and I get a message from one of the listeners. And it says, hey, man, you know, I'm going through some shit at the moment with my daughter or son or kid or whatever. I don't know what I'm doing, but listening to your podcast makes me feel like I'm not alone. Or, hey, man, I'm, you know, expecting a child or super nervous, came across your podcast, feel really confident about it. Because like, and that shit, that I can't even tell you how great that shit is. Honestly, it's so good. All right. I believe my family is home. So, guys, you know what it is. Guys, I'm going to be really quick with... Oh, my goodness, she just fell over. (laughs) If you want to contact the podcast, go on. Oh, darling. Okay, we'll be really quick. (laughs) Oh, do you want to do a podcast with Daddy? Guys, I won't do the sign-off this week. We're just (laughs) Appreciate you guys. Be good to yourself. Be good to your family. Be good to everything. Just enjoy everything, guys. Peace.